feel it'll be useful to continue making these reports slash updates around the unique style of Satori that I've been experiencing. And there will likely be useful insights for people. And it makes it so that the unique expression of infinity that has pierced this veilless veil, this gateless gate, undergoes the process of reflecting on the transmission of the unique style of finding that they went through and that they're continuing to go through. And by distilling down their Satori and sharing it with people, this will be something likely very helpful and mainstream enlightenment. Which is why one of the projects that we're excited about in LA is to be able to capture and distill people's unique finding of themselves as infinity in short video style testimonials around what happened, what they did, what happened, and what they're doing now. Because everybody's going to have a different style of what paths, what books, aphorisms, retreats, which major planetary mystic traditions were studied, which entheogens were taken, how many times, at what doses. What traumas were healed and integrated, found to be treasures. And then what happened during that piercing of that veilsville, that gateless gate, that gradual that then came to that sudden, what was that like? What level of intensity was it? Did your nervous system go into shock? And there's all these profound stories around that. And then what's going on now? The light bulb was flickering. Now staying on. What does the abiding process look like? For I am infinity. I am the infinite creator expressing itself. What does the abiding process look like? And so to capture content like that and share it with people is going to be a critical part of enlightening our civilization, mainstreaming, awakening, making Satori fun. And I've had people ask me to 
be featured on that. And so we're still putting together the funding and team to be able to mainstream those operations. And so that's where you can come in and help join the channel, get exclusive benefits, and also support us in actualizing these endeavors. And I've had people ask me about my own as well, and I referenced them to the video I made about two months ago on Wadat al-Wujud, the Sufi metaphysic, which was really understanding that, the sum of all unveiling and finding was a huge part of my Satori and made a video about that. But I'll dive into it a little bit deeper here in this Satori report and I'll keep doing these likely and sharing other people's. So for those that potentially weren't following when I was completely off the grid in 2020 for 10 straight months from January 2020 to October 2020. And it just so happened to work out that everything that was going on with the planet was happening at the time, given our ignorance of how to be masters of DNA and biology and the code of life which we could have taken care of immediately upon zoonosis if we actually had a operating system on a planetary level that was monitoring this and having artificial general intelligence being able to calculate out when it's happening and then provide the intervention to prevent such ridiculous catastrophes we need to think more like star trek and less like chimpanzees throwing poop at each other's faces at the un general assembly and fortune 500 ceo level In the summer of 2020, I had been studying the smartest geniuses that have ever lived. So if you put everybody on a power law distribution, all 100 plus billion people that have lived and died, and I have these visuals and high level perception the first book that I published. And at the very tail end of the power law distribution, there are only a couple thousand or tens of thousand or maybe a hundred thousand or some people that have lived and died before us today 
that have made the vast majority of the planetary architectural awakening advancements. And so I was studying them, who they were, what their habits were, what they learned about the nature of reality, what they architected to maximize human potential. And I remember my friend that I had interviewed, I believe three times. At that third interview, his name's Bernard Gunther, had shared with me how much he had been enjoying Sri Aurobindo and how he was one of the most clear channels of the nature of reality. And this was in the fall of September ish fall of 2019 and so i began investigating sri aurobindo around that time but i really got deep into him around the summer of 2020 both with the adventure of consciousness by satprem on him and also the life divine which is in many ways like a magnum opus and the synthesis of yoga and Sri Aurobindo introduced me to so much because he basically distilled Vedanta and the Upanishads and was a synthesis of the East and the West and so was the mother Mira Alfasa who was his partner in metaphysics. And so this led to a micro Satori for me around the summer of 2020, which I did not know was a micro Satori at that time. Only now looking back at it, I actually have the lexicon to be able to describe it and the understanding to recognize it. And so I had this recognition, you know, I ran downstairs, I had the big sheet of paper, poster sized, and I wrote, source, exploring, infinity. I went outside and I took a picture of myself holding it, posted it, and I was like, this is it. This is metaphysical truth. There's this source, Tao, Brahman, God, the infinite, that is exploring these realities eternally, infinitely. And you can't ever come to the end of exploration. There's no beginning, there's no end, and there's no separation. One infinite creator expressing itself. And when I was coming to 
that realization, I was recognizing that this is going to be the fundamental metaphysical truth that I build conceptual frameworks on top of moving forward. Because I had been looking all over science, all over consciousness, all over entheogens, all over the planetary mystic traditions, attending so many of the different retreats, reading so many of the different texts, revisiting them over and over again because every time I would have a greater exegesis I would draw out more salience because I had upgraded my conceptual understanding of metaphysical truth and revisited it to extract more salience from it even right now I've already visited Confucius's Analects and Lao Tzu's Tao Te Ching, and yet I still revisit them and draw out more and more salience from them. I still revisit biblical stories. We just posted another video on a trip report around a microdose on magic mushrooms still revisiting entheogens this is what is meant by the workout this is the gym this is the rebaselining the abiding as i am infinity This is the sitting out in the sun and just abiding as infinity and just profundity, sheer indescribable, ineffable, perfect profundity. And then, boom, an intuitive lightning bolt comes through and it's like, there's your answer for what you were working on with your project that you were struggling to try and figure out and boom, in silence, it comes. And so that was really profound around summer 2020 and I knew that that was going to be the fundamental metaphysics and I still hadn't broken through to the shared eternal awareness yet. And it was interesting having published the first book, High Level Perception, and then having the plan to get the hard and soft cover versions out by christmas because what ended up happening was that the macro satori as i'm calling it here to try and make these unique distinctions in the actual style of unique finding for this expression of infinity the 
that that macro satori came around December 15th, 2020, which was literally right around the time of the Jupiter-Saturn Grand Conjunction, which has so many profound significances, that I was on, after looking at this word, Wadat al-Wujud, the aphorism of the Sufi metaphysic, the unity of all being in existence, and just revisiting that month after month for a year. And landing on Ibn Arabi, and then landing on the William Chittick's translation of what Wadat al-Wujud means. And I land on that page, and I'm reading it. Just sitting on the couch, reading it on the laptop. And re- remember, again, I hadn't broken through to the shared eternal awareness yet. I had been conceptualizing it, right? Chapter 9 on consciousness and high-level perception really dives deep into the recognition that the awareness is shared, that that consciousness is a collective consciousness. But really, the true knowing of it in the heart, embodied in the essence, as well as the eternity of it, as an eternal awareness, was not fully there. And so I'm reading William Chittick's piece, and it says that wujud is not simply translated as being or existence, but as finding and that Ibn Arabi, likely through these aphorisms, was communicating Wadat al-Wujud, meaning the sum of all unveiling and finding. Boom. Pop. Broke through. Whole nervous system went into shock. I'll explain what that meant for me was that I began to recognize that infinity or source, we as these expressions of that are all in our own unique process of unveiling and finding ourselves as the one infinite creator what the greeks meant by know thyself the delphic maxim on the top of the temple of apollo at delphi and so i recognize that wow that's the pupil the shared eternal awareness is the pupil and the iris is the unique coloration of that expression and that was so profound basically taking the integral of all 8 billion unique styles of unveiling and finding wadat al-wujud and learning it as that broke me through to where even going from this Alan Sakyan character who I don't even know to this 
Atlas character, even the Atlas character upon that moment dissolved. There's just infinitude at that point. Now there's an abiding process where occasionally the infinitude will seemingly be in the background rather than being aware of the infinitude. And so that's the, that's the gym. That's the abiding process in the infinitude that I've been doing and we'll be doing a little bit more content around the astrological significance around that December 20th, 2020 point. But very, very clearly for me, that day and that next couple of days was so profound because the eternal shared awareness made sense. And that's when all of these analogies came through the coloration on the observer, the pure, bare, empty awareness, the witness that is shared, look, shared, right? And then that's the pupil. And then this is the iris. This is the unique coloration. This expression of infinity has words and this expression of infinity has art. And so the sky and the clouds made sense and the the phone screen that is locked versus when it's modulating all of the different applications made sense. The screen in the movie made sense. The ocean and the waves made sense. All of these analogies. And that's what prompted me to communicate the direct path. You know when you know. Truly, you know when you know. Nobody needs to tell you that you know. Nobody needs to put a gold star on your forehead, like Fred Davis was saying on our show. You know when you know, and at that point, you're ready to vortex up other people. And that's when I made the first direct path video. And since then, we've made 16 direct path videos and a lot of other content around how to undergo this most rapid piercing of the veilless veil to the God-realized state, to your nature of infinitude as peace, happiness, and awe, sat, chit, ananda, truth, consciousness, bliss, 
And so, after that macro Satori and the dissemination of these direct path videos and this other content in service to the stewarding of the awakening of other expressions of infinity turning inward to pierce the veilless veil and recognize themselves as the one infinite creator most recently this abiding process has really went to a new level where there's a a constancy in being infinity that's just the best way to describe it yeah so if you think about it it's like this alan sakyan character that was intoxicated by maya was dissolved and then there was this atlas character that was partly gnostic partly ayani partly liberated and even that character dissolved because the identity was still there that the identity was that character with a more enlightened state but still identity as the character and then this most recent abiding what it does is it brings a constancy of you are source you are infinity i am that tatvam asi i and my father are one truly that's when you really know what those words mean and to be source slash infinity full time that is the full realization state that's when you are ramana maharshi nisargatata maharaj buddha adi shankara jesus christ Lao Tzu, confucius zarathustra Heraclitus and Parmenides made so many profound realizations. The synthesis of those two is the nature of reality. The changeless change. We'll get to that here in a moment. But this process of abiding 
in source, in infinity, as identity with that. You are that, not the body and not even the awareness. But I am source, I am infinity itself. I am source, I am infinity, that is itself the Nirguna Brahman. It itself has no characteristics, it has no attributes. There is no agent. It's beyond everything and beyond nothing. You are that. And then true simultaneity is when you also recognize that you are also the eternal shared awareness that is the agent of source slash infinity across all of these creation designs. And then again, true simultaneity is recognizing that you are also the unique firework of that source slash infinity expressing itself in this specific creation design. So the outward path as you infinite slash source realize, it becomes like Lao Tzu said, Wu Wei, effortless action of the absolute highest morality. And that's where there's no free will because the freeness of the will is consumed by only the highest moral choice each time. So there's no longer a choice. It's only the highest moral because you truly know your true metaphysical nature. And in that outward firework expression, there is a lot of like Charlie Munger identified, grabbing these core teachings from the major disciplines, science, engineering, entrepreneurship, art, digital quotient, and being able to weave the polymathy of that with the spiritual mystic realizations and then architect the maximal beauty of that firework maximizing human potential. And so the abiding process is really a constancy. It's the light bulb that stays on and then it's also a Wu Wei effortless, only absolute highest morality, epic sensitivity, true simultaneity across those layers, and a Jedi like Joseph in the Code of Many Colors ability to navigate communication with other expressions of infinity where very surgically and skillfully, gracefully and wisely, you act as a mirror for them to pierce their veilless veil, veil. And that's so critical. 
there are lots of people that don't know how to be a Jedi across all layers simultaneously. One of the things that helps you is emotional intelligence, having a high EQ, having high Nunchi. And in order to have that, you need to have went through lots of combinations of human dialectic in order to know how to smoothly navigate that space. For each and every single unique expression of infinity to be a unique mirror for them exactly what they need for their piercing of the veil is fail because everybody is going to be different in exactly what they need that's why the sat guru the one that truly knows truth is the truth of infinitude is just channeling through them and uniquely being able to share a good question or statement that makes the other expression of infinity inquire into their own nature and then God realize themselves. And so those that host satsang that don't have the Jedi-like simultaneity that don't know how to speak about even the dualism of there being both ignorance and knowledge, as well as the non-dualism, where those two are merged in one, that don't know how to speak about the unique creative expression of infinity that is each of these irises, that just completely cancels it out as a dream delusion, but that does not recognize it also as a unique expression. That is not true simultaneity. So it's up to the seeker to be able to navigate the space of these satsangs and these gurus and identify the most sat guru, the one that's really the truest channel of all of the layers, of all of the nuance, of all of the simultaneity that's able to most Jedi-like navigate for each unique expression of infinity inquiring about its own true nature. And that's where I'm at. I'm fielding a lot of calls right now from people where they're at one of the very recognizable stages that I've been at before. And I'm helping them with questions, with analogies, with statements that help them really click things together and they've been communicating to me frequently that there are no other people that I can talk to about this that get it at the level that you do and that's when you know that what's coming through is true when it's resonating at that level with other people so that's another marker for you to know that about yourself when you're ready you know you're ready you know you've pierced the veil as veil. You know you're ready to communicate it to other people. And when you know the other as a unique creative expression of infinity, all perverse incentives go out the window. 
remaining true to the abiding in the constancy of source and infinity dissolves all of the perverse incentives. Okay, so again, this was sort of the little recap. The micro Satori around summer 2020, source exploring infinity, catalyzed by Sri Aurobindo. The macro Satori, the shared eternal awareness, Wadat al Wujud, William Chittick, Ibn Arabi Society, being so influential, the unity of all piercing the veilless veil and finding yourself as the one infinite creator and all of the unique styles of that process right at the end of 2020 around the time of the jupiter saturn grand conjunction and then most recently this abiding this light bulb staying on constantly i am infinity i am source i am not the body and i am not even awareness Awareness is an agent that infinity, that source uses, that is shared and eternal to experience these dream creation designs. You are source, you are infinity. And to abide in that to where that becomes home, that becomes the baseline that your being resonates at like a tuning fork. And that's vibrationally what attracts all of these people to call in and be like, this is where I'm at. I can tell that you're there. Work with me with some questions. Okay, here's some questions. Here's a couple ideas. The serious seekers are the ones that will take what you say and immediately apply it. As Nisargatata Maharaj speaks vehemently about the two ways are a tremendous amount of suffering that infinity catalyzes on itself as a drill sergeant in order to awaken out of the egoic contracted energy towards its true nature and that process comes with these methods here where there's this inner guru the sad guru where for me it was a lot like this where it was this today i use what bentinho massaro calls the absolute gps callback but I didn't even have the term Sadhguru nor Absolute's GPS callback at the time. This was six years ago. But around the time of 2015, there was this indescribable, ineffable seeking toward metaphysical truth. Enough of this Maya. What the fuck? is our true nature who are we why are we here and then the next six years have just been this relentless hardcore seeking especially 2020 was full time
across all of the things that I've been talking about, entheogens, 10-day meditation retreats, reading the spiritual mystical traditions texts, studying the aphorisms, synthesizing science and neuroscience and consciousness studies in as well. And then you also have this seeking where the complete surrender to a guru happens. I was surrendered to what Sri Aurobindo was channeling through. I was surrendered to what I was learning by Rupert Spira, what I was learning by Bentinho Massaro, by Nisargatata Maharaj, by Ramana Maharshi, by Lao Tzu, by Rumi, by the Old and New Testament. And even great communicators like Jordan Peterson, of those incredibly sacred, important spiritual texts, completely surrendered, trusting that the gurus that are communicating metaphysical truth are doing it in a way where I don't need to have this hardcore skepticism. And instead, what I need to do is have a trusted devotion in exactly what they're saying and pursue that full time, drive my seeking impulse full time with hardcore attentional focus on what they are telling me. Because the truth from infinity source is flawlessly given the cleanness of the vessel, the purity of the vessel, which you with your seeking radar must identify who those are. And then what's coming from that infinite, from that source through them is the GPS callback. And so for you to hear it and yet also be like, well, I can stay part time dedicated to that so the seekers that come to you when you have pierced the veil is fail and realized recognize that the ones that are most earnest as Nisargatata Maharaj Bentinho Masara have been saying the more earnestness the more devotion to truth above everything else the more full-time they are the more that you send over a piece of content like you maybe send them I am that by Nisargatata Maharaj, or maybe you send them Bettino Masaro's Mirror Talks podcast. And maybe you send them to the Law of One material by Ra. And if they get back to you in like a week and tell you, I've consumed all of the homework that you gave me. It unlocked this for me. I have more questions that are even more deep and insightful now. Maybe they even produced a piece of content around what they learned, like a video of themselves teaching what they had experienced and learned. That means they themselves are showcasing how their micro Satori is occurring, which is beautiful. They're creating a paper trail of their own micro Satori. 
as a library for not only themselves, but for the world. It's really important. And so those seekers that are most earnest, those are the ones that are actually going to break through. Those are the ones that are going to most efficaciously pierce the veilless veil with speed, with haste, and yet also with great clarity and also with the most nuanced depths and variables in the conceptual lattice work that enables them to abide in the light bulb constancy of I am infinity, I am source. So this has been where I'm at now. And that's a little bit on some of the Satori report. These are some things that have been coming up recently that I just compiled together as a couple cute, cool things to add at the end of the Satori report. So you are the infinite creator. You are the one infinite creator. You are infinity. You are source. You are Tao, God, Brahman. You are that. I am that. Tatvam Asi. I and my father are one. That is your mantra. That is the metaphysical truth. That is where you must abide. What you must realize piercing that veilless veil, that gateless gate. And once you recognize that, the outward path, like Lao Tzu said, Wu Wei, effortlessly you weave as the tantric path your profound realizations into enlightening our civilization. And this is very much like hide and seek. What happens is in the dreamed creation designs, that if you don't have conscious parenting, or if you don't have like what many of the indigenous parenting is like, where the infant, as it evolves into a child, what happens is that the infant finds itself as a child to be a separate, finite, biologic, egoic entity. And so if you don't have conscious parents, if you don't have that indigenous style understanding to communicate at that earliest infancy that you are source, you are infinity, and you are a creative expression of that. If you have that, you won't have the contracted egoic energy that forms, which is beautiful. But if you, and that's where we're heading, but if you don't have that conscious parenting, indigenous-style parenting, where you recognize as an infant and a child that you are infinity source expressing itself, then what will happen is it will be like hide-and-seek. Because the child will become an adolescent and an adult, and as it undergoes that process, it will seek peace and happiness in Maya, in the dreamed creation design, in the illusion. It will become intoxicated by fame and clout and money and material possession and greed and it will believe it can find peace and happiness and awe externally. And just like in the parable of the prodigal son, just like we were saying with the absolute GPS callback, what happens is that hiding recognizes that, oh, there is something to seek, 
There's peace and happiness and awe that is internal. As Rumi said, it's the diamond that is already around my neck. And then that absolute GPS callback is so strong. And this is where Neo Advaita, by saying there's nothing to see, can stop this hardcore GPS callback of the absolute. But it won't fully stop it because the absolute will just use a sledgehammer Instead, as the drill sergeant of awakening, suffering to wake up that contracted egoic energy to actually continue the seeking process, because it still must pierce that veilless veil to recognize itself as the eternal shared awareness. And so then from there, that's already a huge macro level Satori step, which is huge because you no longer are consumed by Maya. You are no longer the body. You are no longer the contracted egoic energy. So in the hiding, you've now seeked all the way to the eternal shared awareness. And now you're seeking all the way to infinity source itself. You are infinity source itself that is agentless, that is attributeless, that then creates the agent of the eternal shared awareness that then experiences the creation designs. <laughs> Another way to say this is I am Dora the infinite explorer. <laughs> I am Dora the infinite explorer. Grab your backpack. Let's go jump in. Bominos. And you didn't really recognize it until now. It's so cute how even in a cartoon, you can apply what the main song was in an understanding of infinity or source. You are the... Voyager that is sent by source, by infinity. And that's where the grab your backpack, let's go, and then jump into the dreamed creation design. Bominos. And so you're, let's go. You know, how is the process going to be for you in the dream creation design? How much will you get intoxicated by Maya, if at all, if you have very conscious parenting and that style of upbringing? Will you take it all the way to your deathbed where you still haven't turned inward? And that's where the idea of samsara comes into play, where you undergo the cycle of death and rebirth because you haven't underwent nirvana, yet you haven't liberated yourself from Maya. And you're not a Bodhisattva. Because you take the liberation from Maya. And you weave. The profound realizations in the tantric path. Into the social fabric to awaken other expressions of infinity. So we are Dora, the infinite explorer. I am that. And my speed at which I 
turn inward from the intoxication of Maya towards that absolute GPS callback, that's the game. That is the game. What's your high score? How quickly can you parse for metaphysical truth in all of the dirty noise of distortion? And that was the last six years for me. Was just sifting through all of the noise, slowly one frequency up, one more frequency up. Okay, there's more signal here. Keep going. And up and up in signal all the way to finding the most refined metaphysical truth about our true nature and honing in on that full time until boom, piercing the veilless veil. Metaphysical truth yields to earnest seeking. Metaphysical truth yields to earnest seeking. The more devoted you are to metaphysical truth, the more likely and the faster it will yield. So ask yourself, what's my high score? What am I distracted by? What am I not disciplining myself with right now? Why am I engrossed in the intoxications of Maya? What is this expression of infinity here? What is this one communicating about signal? Where is the signal? I'll dedicate myself part-time at least to start on the signal. And I'll see what happens, how much happier, how much more peaceful, how much more awe, how much more truth I will have and be able to catalyze on the dreamed creation design. And this is also what I was saying above with Parmenides and Heraclitus, because ultimately these two about 2,500 years ago recognized basically the essence of metaphysics, which is that Parmenides comes up to say that all is merely an illusion, very much like the Adi Shankara theory of Maya, which only came into play about a thousand or so years ago in comparison. And when Parmenides says all is merely an illusion, all change is merely an illusion, he's referencing to the absolute, attributeless, agentless, metaphysical zero. When Heraclitus says that Pantare, everything flows, no man steps in the same river twice, he's also correct. Heraclitus also said that the nature of reality is like a bow with the two ends and the string in between, which is exactly what the Taijitu 
about a thousand years ago by Jaldunyi was formed as, which is the monism and the dualistic yin-yang within it, the taijitu. And that's what Heraclitus was talking about regarding the bow, the two poles in flux. And like we've done content on Walter Russell as well, it's the rhythmic balanced interchange. That ascension towards that attractor that we're all playing as expressions of infinity symphonically toward this godhead, this Ouroboros, which is why Sir Roger Penrose has the cyclic cosmology. So even the most cutting-edge science is being synthesized with spirituality now. And so... In many ways, Heraclitus is referring to Maya. You will never see the same creation design again. We've never seen the same creation design. And we're never going to see the same creation design. There's no beginning. There's no end. That's what eternity, infinity mean. And you'll never come to the end because this is boundless. And so there's so many different dreamed creations to explore, so many different phenomenologies to explore, so many different civilizational trajectories to explore, so many different places to call home that are not even planets orbiting stars, where you don't even have this style of vehicle that's carbon-based and DNA encoded and has four limbs and two eyes. And so this is the idea is you have to Walt Disney use your imagination and envision all of the dream creation design possibility space and recognize yourself as infinity, as source that is all of that. And it is none of that. It's beyond everything and beyond nothing. Changeless change. That's it. Metaphysical zero changeless and then eternal change also simultaneously you'll never step in that same river twice and again it's the unmanifested eternally modulating as all possible experiences you'll never come to the end of all of the possible combinations of songs you can't come to the end of all of the possibilities of music you'll never come to the end of that this is the eternal symphony the eternal fireworks this is but one song or one firework show in eternity. And it's just going to keep playing songs, keep undergoing more fireworks. Even quantum mechanically, at the, mo at the level of no, everything is no thing, everything is underlying energy, modulating, appearing as form and matter, you'll never come to the end of that underlying energy that modulates as the infinite possibilities of form and matter. So it's like, okay, this is double helical DNA, ATCG encoded. Now imagine completely different biology. You know, you, use your imagination. We'll never come to the end of exploration. And this is pretty important as well, given everything that's happening with Neo Advaita right now, is that 
Anger dissolves upon truth realization. You haven't actually realized truth if anger still exists. To become a Buddha, an awakened one, you can't have the roots of suffering and misery be flailing around egoically as anger and jealousy and frustration and craving and aversion and greed because you can't intellectually say as the ego there's nothing to seek this is all just a dream I am already whole I know non-duality and then for you to continue being a contracted energy by being angry and all of those other pathological emotions that your butterfly affecting on your family, your friends, the community and the world. Non-duality and anger can't coexist. Otherwise, truth has not been realized. Non-duality can't just say that all appearances are equal. In the ultimate all appearances are equal. In the ultimate, this is eternity, infinity appearing. And it's just going to keep appearing. And that's what the non-dual says. And that's great. And it's true. And yet simultaneously, it's also true that very clearly what is laid out in the simultaneity with the dualistic understanding which in the taijitsu it's the monism and the yin yang at the same time where you have suffering and you have well-being and for you to not even take a glance at how across thousands of years we've been teaching people how to eradicate the roots of suffering and misery and maximize your well-being and your family and your friends and community and society's well-being and prosperity that is ignorance that is ignorance because you know better. Tap into that seeking impulse. It's the truest thing about you. Like Bentinho Massaro said, nothing is more true about you than that seeking impulse. That's the absolute GPS callback for you to go all the way. Like Charles Bukowski said, go all the way. Drill all the way to water. Like Dustin DiPerno was teaching us. Chase two rabbits, catch neither. That's a Zen cone. And you really, really got to dig all the way to water. Recognize all the way the diamond that's already around your neck. Pierce the veilless veil. Dissolve the egoic contraction to where it's only the shared eternal awareness. And then even beyond that to where it's just that source, just that infinitude. But if you haven't dissolved the contracted egoic entity, you will have eruptions of anger, even if you're saying, ah, I know non-duality. And this was from Rupert Spira as well. The highest devotion slash prayer to God slash infinity is to knowingly be yourself. And Bentinho Massaro was saying this as well also. Be yourself. 
Know thyself. The highest devotion slash prayer is to God slash infinity is to knowingly be yourself. Go all the way to that source infinitude and knowingly be yourself. Be that. And be that expressing itself uniquely in this dreamed creation design. Be yourself. It's a great way to wrap. This has been the little Satori report. So I hope it brought you value. Hope it was fun. And I would love to hear your thoughts in the comments below. Write me a little message. Would love to hear from you. I adore hearing from you. It's so much fun. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. Like the video. It helps the YouTube algorithm. And share the video with people that you feel would benefit from this and become more comfortable with sharing their own Satori as well. Also, right before the macro Satori on December 5th, 2020, I did my first heroic dose of magic mushrooms. So I had five grams of psilocybin, psilocin, and I had a really profound and exceptional experience and theogenically. And so that was also very influential and very grateful to Sky and to Sunny and the healing hustlers. They grow some of the best magic mushrooms here locally in LA and ship. You can find them on Instagram and place an order. Just send them a DM. Entheogens are a critical part around the God slash infinity slash source realization. And as you support what we're doing, if you'd like to, you can hit the join button and join us and gain exclusive perks. And then everything that you'll help fuel is things like what we discussed where we will popularize the dissemination of people's experiences around Satori, right? With that Wadat al-Wujud, the unity of all unveiling and finding, everyone has their own unique, as an expression of infinity, their own unique style of realizing that they are an expression of infinity. And so we'll be sharing more content around that and producing that, which is exciting. And I adore you. Thank you. Infinite love. Thanks so much. And let's popularize the macro level ambition for that enlightened civilization, maximizing human potential, and also to popularize the coolness around satori and sharing our satori experiences and that seeking impulse being the truest thing about you to pierce the veil is veil and to re realize yourself as infinity as source expressing itself thank you yay I love this cute shirt.
Lots of colors on this one. Looks like a bunch of paint. You know, very childlike. Pablo Picasso. Retain that inner child. That youthful awe. Creativity. Bliss. Peace. All the way through adulthood. Maybe we will sing a little about global enlightenment. We can catalyze whatever infinity expressing itself. One infinite creator expressing itself. Hey, one infinite creator expressing itself. Hey, retain that childlike play. It's key.